For WOUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Anna Hoffman. And I'm Maddie Young. Welcome back. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities. Better Bystanders Week took place last week. Hear all about the unique kickoff event. Like, just give me five minutes of your time, and I can just teach you something. And Taylor Brook will tell you how a new Athens business is serving up more than just smoothies. The needs that we satisfy are much deeper than just shakes or smoothies. We believe it's deeper than that. We believe it's mental and spiritual as well as physical. We'll give you all the details and more coming up right here on The Outlet. Athens is home to many restaurants and bars, many of which don't offer the healthiest options. But one new business is attempting to bring a health-conscious mindset to the community. Outlet reporters Taylor Brook and Macy Moneypenny have the story. Gabby Morgan is pouring scoops of flavored powder into a blender mixed with Herbalife protein, among other toppings. She's making a s'more-flavored nutrition shake. This is Odyssey Nutrition, the new laid-back, health-conscious smoothie and juice bar on East State Street. From the street, the smoothie bar doesn't stick out, aside from the glimpses of bright green and orange that peep through the window. But inside, Odyssey is more than just shakes. The vibrant colors on the wall immediately make you feel welcomed and happy. The smoothie bar is about infusing positivity into people's lives in order to help them be healthier and happier. We believe our need, uh, the needs that we satisfy are much deeper than just shakes or smoothies. We believe it's deeper than that. We believe it's mental and spiritual as well as physical. We, we believe in uh, positivity and the environment. That's number one when we think when you come in here is an environment and experience. That's Odyssey Nutrition owner Stephen Adams. Adams has always been interested in health and fitness. He majored in psychology and pre-med when he attended Ohio University just a few years ago. While in college, Adams began to grow his social media following and had a student fitness club called Fitness Odyssey. To me, it's like this is a form of preventative medicine, and we're trying to prevent those issues by changing the lifestyle before you have to go see your, you know, your doctor or whatnot. So we just want to help people, you know. The meaning behind Odyssey Nutrition comes from the Greek god Odysseus, who was one of the greatest heroes in Greek mythology and was a prudent and strong leader. Adam says it is all about the journey, and Odyssey Nutrition wants to empower those in the community to start a journey to better health. Our mission here is to create, um, I mean, an environment that is uh, inducive. I mean, so you go walk up and down Court Street, or just in society in general, um, it's super easy, like uh, unhealthy lifestyle, bad lifestyle habits are very um, accessible um, and very, very convenient. It's so convenient to go out there and, and uh, purchase something that, that, is, that was detrimental to your body. It's so um, negative comments and, and, and thinking is so accessible out here. And so um, what we want to create is accessibility to the healthy options, accessibility to the positivity. Laura Hakim, a sophomore at Ohio University, is excited to see how the community may begin to be more aware about the food and drinks that they put into their bodies, in turn generating healthier people. Ever since freshman year, I've been like watching what I eat and like 
wanting more just like healthier options on court street and so i've been like super excited that odyssey nutrition has come to court or just like come to um athens and so i'm like really excited when i go out with friends or something i like always want to eat healthy but then like there's always like pizza shops and like there's not enough like vegetables and fruits and like stuff to get like your vitamins and minerals healthier options and a healthier community for steven it's a journey worth taking For The Outlet, I'm Taylor Brock. Better Bystanders Week is a week full of events aiming to raise awareness against domestic violence and sexual assault. To find out more, we sent reporter Allie Eldridge to the week's kickoff event in Baker Center. Here's what she found. I'm riding down the escalators in Baker Center, surrounded by a sea of blue shirts with the words, A Mile Together, printed on them. As we reach the bottom, we hear the alarm of another escalator go off, signaling it's out of service. Despite there being one less escalator to ride, the group keeps going. One by one, they turn around and go back up the way they came, gliding toward the next floor of Baker. They plan on going up and down the escalators repeatedly for five hours. All of this is part of a Mile Together, an event with the goal of raising awareness on domestic violence and sexual assault. A Mile Together is based off of another event called A Mile in Her Shoes, in which men walk in high heels for a mile to show support toward the victims of assault. Assistant Director of Health Promotion in the Campus Involvement Center, Matt Hall, says he wanted to reinvent the demonstration. Um, but we, we wanted to take a look at that and examine how we might reinvent that concept because we know that uh, survivors of violence are not just women. Um, certainly, statistically, women are more likely to experience certain forms of violence, uh, but we also have male survivors and gender non-binary survivors and trans survivors, and we wanted to be very cognizant of the fact that we are all in this together. They chose to use the escalators so that demonstrators who had a hard time walking still had the chance to participate. Surprisingly, a mile together demonstrators don't actually go a mile. The idea is that by riding the escalators for five hours, they can achieve continuous representation and visibility in support of ending violence on campus. Hall and his colleagues wanted to frame a mile together with a bystander intervention in mind. Bystander intervention is getting yourself involved in a situation where you see violence about to occur so that you can prevent it from happening. They chose this event to be the kickoff of OU's Better Bystander Week. Better Bystander Week, which first began three years ago, is a week's worth of events that give survivors a designated safe space to share their stories and also inform people on how to intervene in potentially violent situations. The Better Bystanders group says to use the three Ds when getting involved in a situation. Direct, delegate, and distract. To direct means to get involved, to delegate means to find someone else to help you, and to distract means to diffuse a situation. Hall says bystander intervention is effective because it asks everyone in the community to watch out for one another, which means that no one person is responsible for preventing violence because they are all responsible for preventing violence. Nobody has to do everything, but everyone has to do something. Junior Marissa Taylor says she joined Better Bystanders after she changed her major from forensic chemistry to nursing. I actually decided I wanted to be a, um, a sexual assault nurse examiner. And when I talked to Matt, who's like our advisor here, 
about the organization, I realized that it would like fit in perfectly because um, I would able to educate myself as well as others because I would hope one day that I don't have a job. <laughs> Marissa said her favorite event was a mile together because in her opinion, it had the most educational quality. We have a really unique position here where we can like give out an incentive, like a free t-shirt and say people like from all over campus who can come in and can tell them just like give them like like just give me five minutes of your time and I can just teach you something. Some of the other events held during Better Bystander Week included a designated space at Donkey Coffee for survivors to tell their stories, a screening at the Athena of the movie Yeah, Maybe No, and a Better Bystanders Intervention open workshop. After riding the Baker escalators for hours, the Better Bystanders have reached their goal. Every inch was in support of the survivors of domestic and sexual assault. Every inch was showing them that they're not alone in this. Unfortunately, the survivors and bystanders can't change what has already happened, but they can help to prevent it from happening to someone else. For The Outlet, I'm Allie Eldridge. Budget cuts from the Trump administration could start as soon as this month. Within those cuts are some funding for the Environmental Protection Agency. The outlet's Abby Grise covers one group that is trying to stop those cuts. Department of Environmental Protection. We are going to get rid of it in almost every form. We're going to have little tidbits left. That was then-candidate Donald Trump during the March 3, 2016 Fox News presidential debate. Ten months into his presidency, and he's pretty much following through on that promise. Within the budget proposal the Trump administration unveiled back in May, there was a roughly 30% cut of federal funding to the Environmental Protection Agency. The entire budget proposal has to be approved by the House and Senate, and so far, Congress hasn't been able to do that. The government is funded through December, and if Congress can't pass a budget, the government will shut down. So if it's all approved, the budget, and therefore cuts to the EPA, could go into effect in the next couple months. To put it in simple terms, the EPA funding is basically an issue of, does the government keep spending money to protect and clean up the environment, or do they cut a bit of that funding and lower the national debt? One group in Athens is fighting to keep that funding going for the EPA. Uh, so Defender Future is a grassroots organization, um, and uh, they started in D.C., and um, now it's nationwide, and this is our first year here on campus at OU. Um, and uh, basically we are working to get students involved in the fight against climate change. And uh, so currently we are focusing on uh, the Trump administration and um, their push for a 30% uh, cut of the EPA budget. That was Georgia Goodell. She's an intern with Defend Our Future, which is a nonpartisan organization devoted to advancing climate change. They are big on young people. Um, it's like over 80% of millennials um, agree that climate change is a huge issue and a future issue that's going to affect our children and going to affect us. You know, it's something we see with these hurricanes and everything. So it's something that's really going to affect us in um, our lifetime. And so I think student millennials feel that. But what does this all have to do with Southeast Ohio specifically? 
Well, here in Athens, the EPA has granted funds for what are known as brownfield sites. Brownfields are, quote, real property, the expansion, redevelopment, or reuse of which may be complicated by the presence or potential presence of a hazardous substance, pollutant, or contaminant. So basically, the EPA provides a grant to go into these sites, investigate any potentially harmful materials, and then clean it up. That way, the site can be used for commercial use or whatever the town decides to use it for. Technology Park on East State is a great example of this. About 82 tons of contaminated soil were removed from the area, and then the EPA continued to monitor the site to make sure everything met certain standards. Athens Mayor Steve Patterson says those funds have been pretty important to the region. The city of Athens, we've utilized the brownfield dollars, not just the city, but you know some of our economic drivers in the county um, have utilized those dollars as well, and they're, I think they're vital you know, for trying to take what was, you know, former factories or uh, facilities that were working with, you know, back in the day, not known to be carcinogenic substances, and now they're there and they, they do need to be cleaned up so that we can bring some of these properties back into civic use again. Patterson also appreciates the role the EPA has had in championing sustainability. One of the things I'm always concerned about is, is uh, kind of the, the loss and the strength of watchdogging that happens with EPA in our county, especially uh, since, you know, we're seeing truckload after truckload after truckload of fracking waste coming from not just the state of Ohio, but coming from Pennsylvania, coming from West Virginia, coming from a lot of other states and being transported into Athens County. Defend Our Future is really focused on their members calling senators and representatives to try and convince them not to pass the budget, or at least not in its current state with the cuts to the EPA. They held a press conference on October 2nd, stressing the importance of the organization within the country and the city. They will be trying their best over the next few months to keep the EPA's funding intact. Here at WOUB, we of course will keep you updated on those budget talks and what the future looks like. For The Outlet, I'm Abby Grisey. That's it for our show this week. Thanks for joining us. The Outlet is co-produced and co-hosted this week by me, Maddie Young, and Anna Hoffman. We're edited by Atish Badia, Susan Tebbin, and Allison Hunter. Adam Rich is our technical assistant. Our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud and iTunes, or find us online at woub.org. You can follow us on Twitter at outlet underscore woub. We'll be back next week with more stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities. Thanks for listening.